What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Off the Rails, a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery-related. My name is Mark. With me always is Dave. And today's episode is very special. Yes, it is. We got episode... 100, ladies and gentlemen. And that's a very special, special thing. Um, Huge milestone. Um, We have had 42, 42, 44. 44. We have had 44 guests come on and share their stories. Um, I don't know. I'm pumped. I'm pumped about that. Yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. Did you think, I mean, ultimately, I when we started doing the podcast episode one, or when we started with the idea, obviously the goal was to hit 100. I don't think I ever thought about episode 100 when we started. It was just kind of like, let's start rolling. But did you think we we're going to keep, uh, do you think we we're ever going to get to 100? No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I really, I was really nervous about like struggling to get guests to come on. And that is actually one thing that has been much easier than expected. People like to share their story. And I think they ultimately like helping people. Yeah. uh, I think once we started to kind of build up, you know, our episodes, it was easier and easier to get guests to come on and and share. Um, But when we first started, that was one thing I was worried about. I was like, man, we're probably not going to get enough guests. But could have been that negative self-talk I sometimes have. Uh, And here we are. Yeah, I would agree. You, uh, you and Jared really have handled the guests getting, getting the guest uh, component. Mark's been, Mark's been the one that's been um, the one that communicating and arranging with the guests. So that's a huge, uh, huge task in itself, right there. So that's much appreciated. Well, Dave. Um, well, Dave. I got to do something to pull my weight because. Dave does all the editing, um, and that is the bulk of the work. So uh, I got to make myself useful somehow. And if it's scheduling and reaching out to people, then I don't mind. Jared also reaches out to people. He has a distinct type, and he does his thing. Yes, yes, sir. Well, selfishly, the the cutting of the the podcast has been. Um... Like I said before, it's kind of like my my meetings, uh, my AA or NA meetings, you can call it, is uh, re-listening to them is is uh, is helpful for me. So sometimes you know, sometimes some of them take a little bit longer than others, but uh, all in all, it's it's been fun. It's been fun doing it. So uh, yeah. So Dave, what do we have in store today? Well, first we'll get to. Maybe a uh, little video montage of our guests we've had on. Put together a little clip. It's like, you know, five to ten second clip of, of every guest we've had on. Just um, nothing particular that they, uh, or no particular reason why I chose whatever we ended up choosing for them, you know, for their clip on here. Um, it was just more just kind of to celebrate them and show our appreciation to those guests and uh you know look down memory lane and we can roll it and watch it together and then kind of uh chat about that and then maybe 
follow up with some other questions for each other we may have. So enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. Led me to go to treatment where I met these fine guys. And yeah, the rest is really history. And at some point after having a bunch of beers, I'd have whatever was available, like wine wine and Pepsi, because I hated red wine, so I'd like mix it with Pepsi. It doesn't allow you to properly deal with what you have going on. It's good to be grateful, don't get me wrong, but I think it's really important to process what you're going through. Started isolating myself, stopped doing things I kind of love doing. I've always lived in Ottawa. I grew up here. It was more than everybody else, right? It was my attic brain had taken over. And that's how low you get. And then I had to look at myself playing with Wayne Gretzky in the Stanley Cup final, you know, 10-year pro career, six NHL teams. And I become a monster and couldn't do anything about it. So, yeah, that's uh, I'm transparent when I talk about it because I want people to understand it's not their fault. It's a sickness. Playing drums and strumming guitars before I could talk. I'm uh, working as a registered nurse. I have a bachelor's and a master's degree in nursing. Rediscover what emotions are. Learn how to deal with them correctly. So, and you know, it's on it's on babies' onesies. It's on t-shirts. Like, huh. I. I wine, so mommy needs wine. You know, I didn't understand myself. People certainly didn't understand me, and, and I wasn't uh, ready or willing or even know. Did I, I didn't know how to talk about any of this stuff. So I'm sure, like most people, it was never my plan to grow up and become an addict. In order for somebody to have a successful recovery of their own, it means that the family needs to actually start getting better alongside the individual in recovery as well. Uh, you know, that disease of more, so to speak, and became a common theme in my life. I lost the love of the game. Basically, like I said, I lost the love of my life, which was hockey. That everyone out there, you can connect with them. You can love them. You know, civilian cop, there doesn't have to be this divide anymore. As men, most of us did not grow up seeing vulnerability being modeled. Like I, I, I didn't know how to reach out for help. I didn't want to shed a tear. And like I said, I'm very inclusive to anyone's program, whatever they work. Uh, my program is Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, that saved my life. I was just so lost in my in my ways and thought I was the man, thought I was like, you know, had all the money. And Corrections sending me to rehabilitate, to learn about why or what trauma was, learning about my ADHD and what I could do, learning about what being clean is or giving myself life again. The U.S. military, they want you to do your job, but when you're not working, go ahead and drink. They, they encourage it. They'll, they'll talk about it in, in safety briefings. I liked to not be inhibited and to just let loose and not give a flying. I got in touch with these people. They trained me up, got me you know, to where I could train. And then they just started giving me Narcan to distribute. And then that's, that's how it started. I'm eight years sober now and have basically lived my whole 20s without a drop of alcohol. The way that I was raised was calm and gentle and I was in nature, but circumstances happened to me. My mission statement is to help people change their life through health, fitness, and breath work, just the same way I did when I got sober. When I spent 28 days at a rehab not getting high, I thought, oh my God, I never even thought this was possible. I always said to people, oh, I never had blackouts. I never had blackouts until the last few years of drinking. And that wasn't true. What I just said, I say, Every Wednesday when I attend a support group for doctors in recovery. I kind of grew up with these core beliefs that 
you know, I'm not good enough. Like AA, there are support groups for eating disorders. You know, alcohol took and promised me everything. And I'm coming for everything that it took and promised me. I'm coming for it all. The more I learned, the more I felt there was so much that needed to be done. I didn't work professionally as a tattoo artist until I was in recovery. All I can do is share my story openly and honestly, tell people how bad it got, tell people what I did and tell people how good it is today. We get people reaching for the stars and it's like, if not you, who? If not now, when? Stop, you know, what are you scared of? I understand who I really am as a man and like what I stand for now makes sense. I tell you, like, I married my dreams, man. So, like, I had to break up with self-doubt and I had to cheat on fear, man. Like, that's it. Generally speaking, the people that have the stigma are people that aren't addicts. So, like, how else are we going to break that stigma unless we talk about it in, like, that public realm? My mom and my sister were like, you should do Dry January with us. I reluctantly agreed and I never had a drink again. My objective is to kind of change the athlete or the anyone perspective on what it means to actually be an alcoholic in my opinion we meet three nights a week with the families of our clients and every night is a different topic and we talk about boundaries and codependency and manipulation my sober date is 8 18 um, i just celebrated four years in august and uh i'm living a life beyond my wildest dreams all thanks to AA and recovery but if you feel like it's bringing your life down then like that is a valid reason to do something about it. Everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. You know, any chance that uh, that we have to share our stories to, so that we can help each other connect, like I'm all on board. If you had given me a, a list of what would went on 10 years ago, none of the things that's going on today would have been on that list, that's for sure. So life is really good. There's a great life outside of it, you know, and you can do it, I'm living proof. If I can do it, you can do it. I mean, I know everybody says that, but that's true. I feel like I went in a time machine back to when I was 17, where I have hobbies and interests again. I always thought that it helped me with my anxiety, but it honestly made it a thousand times worse. Welcome back to episode 100. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that montage as much as we did. Dave, you did an excellent job. And uh, thank you for that, man. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Got a little emotional there. Yeah, it was uh, it's cool going through all that, uh, all those episodes. I don't know how it was for you, but like when I was when I was when I was doing it anyways uh, and watching it, some of them don't feel like they're that long ago. Like some of the ones that were like episode in like the thirties, like don't feel like there were in this, you know, last spring, they feel like there were like a month ago. Um, I don't know, but I agree. Do you have any more initial thoughts? Uh, Initial thoughts. Well, I mean, kind of like you said, I just think we've been so fortunate to have such amazing guests on, especially early on the people that kind of jumped on with us. Obviously, we had people we know on the first few episodes, and then the people that kind of took a chance and jumped on with us before we even really had any traction at all or knew what we were doing and were patient with us and kind of um, our podcasting skills were very minimal. 
you know, mine sometimes are still minimal, but uh, getting better every day, you know, just like uh, recovery. And actually, I didn't have this until I watched it just now with you is um, thinking about our, our shooting the, the professional shits, how awesome all those guests were that we had and and uh, how cool they were and how lucky we are to have them on. Uh, they were super educational. Uh, I found them anyways to be, and I think they probably helped a lot of people and a lot of people's families. So I agree. Um, yeah. I loved having Lindsay and Sam, uh, the two Sams and Dr. Stacy, all amazing guests. And yeah, Dr. Dr. George was like a kind of a hybrid yeah. episode. Same, like, same as Dr. Rob Kelly. So was Dr. Rob Kelly. Yeah. Those two were both kind of hybrid episodes where they both had addiction issues in the past, but are both actually professionals as well. So those were kind of special and cool yeah. Uh, episodes. Yeah. So. Dr. George's episode. So good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. He was, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Dude. Um, My initial thoughts uh, to both of our faces. A lot slimmer. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Yeah, I noticed that right away. That was my first initial thought. Um, second one is just like how beautiful recovery is. And I don't know, man, just seeing that many people being able to recover is just like such a beautiful thing. Yeah, all different kind of. All different stories. Yeah, different ages, different stories, different genders, races, people from all over, I guess, mainly North America, but even someone from the U well, a couple from the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, one lives in the States now, but anyway, yeah, just kind of all over. Um, you know, ranging from police officers to doctors, to professional athletes, to people who struggle with homelessness, it, you know, really doesn't discriminate. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and we've actually gotten lucky with, uh, I mean, we've planned, we have planned some episodes, obviously, but the way our kind of guests have kind of come on, it was really just random how different all the stories were uh, as far as like, like you said, like one week having a police officer on next week, we're having a doctor on next week. It's a professional athlete. Like it was just kind of by chance. And, yeah. but I think that just kind of shows you that's the reality and of the addiction world and kind of what we were trying to do with breaking the stigma that it doesn't discriminate and, it's everywhere so yeah that was really well said thanks man felt like i was just kind of rambling but no um dave do you have any questions i got a question for you let's hear it it's a tough one tough one to start right out the gate here do you have any favorite moments from any episode and they could be for whatever reason doesn't even have to be what someone said or it could be just i do I got a couple, um, and uh, I I loved having every single guest on here, but there are a couple moments that stood out to me, and um, one, and I've said this a couple times on the podcast since, is uh, Tiffany Jenkins, she says, if only I knew then how good my life would get, and that moment has stuck with me because I feel that way, and I look back, and I like reflect on myself. And I think, you know, man, your life is going to get a hell of a lot better once you choose this path. Excellent. And obviously that did stick with you because that wasn't even 
the in the video montage there that was just something that you've yes sir kept with you what about so, yourself man uh couple couple one i love the i love tim's it was in that clip there tim lodge in there but he's like um addiction took everything from me and i'm coming for everything it took from me i'm coming for it all like that that just uh, that's just like motivational right there yeah uh, i want to hear that in my head and then one of our one of my favorite guests i mean they've all been awesome but just because his voice is uh is wicked was um alan keller oh, and yeah. kind of for those of you who don't know that mark and i do that that little uh hey, mark that's from that's from his episode when he was um when we we're introducing him. Yeah, he has such a great energy, man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great guest as well, man. So that that, that kind of sticks out, but yeah, man, every episode was like there's something I took from every single person. So I guess favorite moments would be there'd be a favorite moment from every single episode there. So I don't know. Yeah, Dave, I like how you said that you took something from every episode, and I try to do the same as well. But is there an episode that you probably related to a bit more than than others? Um, or do you still think you took, you know, a little bit from each one, or there's aspects of each that you could relate to? There was aspects of each. There was one, I, um, I believe it was Shay Sober, and I related to hers a lot you know, not having to do with like her background being more like growing up being raised Mormon and stuff like that. That has nothing to do with uh, why I related to it. Cause that's not my background, but just how she fell into it. And then uh, just the time I was at when we recorded that episode and what she had talked about with, um, with the weather, with the weather, the weather was getting nicer for us here. And um that that temptation and there was something that clicked in that episode where uh and that's happened a few times but that was the first time where it was like it was like recording that episode was almost like not for me but it, it hit me in such a way at that at that time it was like perfect i need like i needed that episode it's like you know very similar to everyone talking about when you go to meetings and you know, that topic at the meeting or some of that speaking just kind of like you absolutely needed that at that time. Uh, I remember that episode being that for me. Um, what about you? Good question, man. Um, what was your question? Asked, so. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good question. Yeah. Um, I meant to say good answer. But I don't oh. know. Mm-hmm. You know, our good friend Christopher, I always relate to his story. Um, oh man, I try to take things away from every episode and they're all great. Related to Adam Carroll, a nice bit. Great episode yeah. as well. What about, um, trying to blank now on the one episode, Boston, the Boston guy. Oh, Shane. Yeah. He was Shane, Shane Victor. Yeah. I liked his episode a lot, man. Yeah, I remember you. I remember after that episode, you were you were saying you related to some of it, and mm-hmm. I, know. I do, man. Every time, like, I have when he talks about how he's like that motherfucker's ready to come out, right? Like, yeah. I I have that thought sometimes. I'm like, yeah, 
keep it in there, you know. Um, his episode was sweet too, man. Yeah, his yeah. Really good I try to take something from everyone's man. Yeah. So Dave, you had another question, man. I did. I did. Um, do you have any? Is there any uh, anything you would you want to have a do over with? Any part of any episode? Any anything in the last hundred episodes shoot the shits or anything we've done um anything you yeah. wish you would ask somebody yeah i think i would i really loved our episode with uh nathan kapler um so he's an rcmp officer retired struggle with addiction and ptsd um i think what i think i would have liked to get into a conversation with him about say you know, policing and addiction and more or less say like, I guess like a solution-based conversation on how we could approach addiction rather than, you know, say, um, you know, locking people up for say like drug-related crimes that are nonviolent or something like that. I would have liked to kind of dive into that conversation a bit. Um, But maybe we'll save that for another day. I was just going to say, we... We know where he's at. We could uh, get him back on. Yeah, he's an awesome guest, man. So well spoken. Yeah, I think some of that is like, I I agree with you. It would have been a great conversation. I think some of it's like a learning process with us too, and like not really knowing where the episode was going to necessarily go with some of our guests, and maybe we could have predicted that we could have talked a bit more about that, but yeah. at the same time, maybe we didn't know, we didn't know him. We didn't know that maybe he'd be open to that conversation either. Maybe you just want to tell a story. So, um, but you're right. That would have been a really good topic. So stay tuned. We will get back to you on that. Fire that up. Dave, what about yourself, man? Uh, for me, it's perhaps, I wish I would have gone on, learning how to edit the videos a little better, a little sooner, uh, as far as like adding the background in, I think it adds a lot more like our early on episodes. We have some awesome guests on and I just feel like it's not really as eye appealing with the kind of just the zoom looking background. Not the same aesthetic. Yeah. Same aesthetic. Good. Nice word. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, not that ours is like, not that now is like the be all and end all, but I think it's at least a little bit, a little bit cleaner, a little bit nicer to more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Some eye candy for you. A little eye eye candy. So, um, not to beat myself up, but like, you know, I could have put a little more time to figure, figure it out. And, uh, so if I had a do over, I think I would have tried to get on a little bit sooner on figuring that stuff out, but. Yeah. And Dave, what have you seen personal growth since we have started this podcast? With myself? Yes. My personal growth? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, physically, just like you said earlier, face is not as fat. So that's uh, personal growth. Um, Also, I used to Early on, as you know, man, like I would beat myself up a lot after episodes. Like it was not uncommon that after every episode I called Mark 
or went MIA for a bit because I just felt like I did a shitty job. Um, and I, I, I really beat myself up. And I think at times now, maybe something didn't go as great as I would have liked it to go have gone, but I'm able to deal with a lot better. And also, um, I think I am getting a little better at just going with the flow and, and having, having questions ready, but also kind of feeling off what's going on and just asking as the story's going. I, I found sometimes early on, I was so fixated on my questions that I would not pay attention a hundred percent to what the, the guest was talking about. Uh, so at times maybe questions came out of left field because it didn't really flow with what the person had just said. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I think, uh, yeah. What about you? I uh, like Good yourself question. noticed it in my, my face. Um, so, but, um, man, I think in all of us, I've noticed a growth of say like confidence and our podcasting abilities, you know, we're all more confident when we ask a question, um, stop saying stuff like, you know, all the time. And I don't know. I, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. And uh, I think it's it's really evident when we watch um, the older episodes, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of growth in that way. Flow is a lot better. Uh, also, we found kind of a we also found a got a feel for it too. I mean, early on, like early early on, I think we all tried to kind of jump jump around a little bit too much where now we realize that it's better to have you know yourself a lot of the times if when we have the person sharing their story you do a lot of the directing and and hosting if you will early on and keeping yeah. the person on track and keeping the person on with the store with their story and then jared and i more kind of jump in here and there with some follow-up questions so i think i think recognizing that uh you have a good ability for that and kind of just letting you run with that has been beneficial to the podcast. And yeah, you nail it. You nail those out of the park. Thank you, buddy. But I couldn't nail them out of the park without you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting at, man. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just so, uh, I'm so thankful these days, man. Yeah. I am. So, Dave, here's my next question. Okay. Okay. What can guests or listeners look forward to come season two? Season two. Season two is all is going to be all about recovery and sharing some different tools and having topics that will help in recovery uh, or ideas that um, could help you in recovery, such as, you know, we, we talked about it before having different subjects and having professionals talk about those. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, we are going to, 
provide a bit more structure to these, um, record them together and put out probably like a 10, 10 episode season over the course of 10 weeks. And uh, that's what you can look forward to. Yeah. What do you think, Dave? Dave. Mark. Yeah. And just having these, having the, having our guests on the people we have on will be kind of, you know, professionals or um, people that are in that industry sharing the benefits of such practice for your physical health, mental health, and that ultimately will help with your recovery. And um, yeah, so we would love on those episodes if people give their feedback, you know, on, on um, if they've already been into that particular topic we're talking about and how it's benefited them. We'd love the feedback or if they end up picking up uh, and trying, you know, something because of that, we'd like to hear that too. So looking forward to that and uh, you know, potentially some guest interview, random guest interviews. If, you know, if we get approached and someone wants to share their story still, we'll definitely, we'll definitely uh, throw some in there. Throw some in there. Why not? You know, so guys, from the bottom of our heart, thank you so much. Um, thank you for listening and thank you for 100 episodes. And we want to thank every single guest that has joined us, every person who shared, liked, wrote us for all the kind words. Um, thank you for 100 episodes. And uh, as always, if you or someone you know is struggling, please reach out and ask for help. Uh, there's lots of help out there and we will help in any way we can. Thank you so much.